Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's episode we recorded at the U.S. Half Marathon Championships in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, those guys put on a great, great race, and we were very lucky to have their support in setting us up with some podcasting space. Uh, our guests this week are Reed Fisher and Brogan Austin, uh, two Tom Schwartz uh, Tin Man disciples who raced and finished fourth for Brogan and seventh for Reed at uh, the U.S. Half Champs this past week. Uh, they're both highly accomplished runners. Uh, we actually talked a little early on about how they came from pretty modest origins and now have become some of the best distance runners in the country. Um, and they've been tearing it up on the roads over the past couple months uh, and plenty of big things to come. They were college teammates at Drake University uh, and we talked a lot about how they uh, came to meet each other, how they have been on the path that they've been on to become the runners they are today. Uh, and we have a lot of fun playing a newlyweds game where we test how well they really know each other after all. Hope you enjoy and uh, don't mind the background noise too much. It's uh, pretty manageable, I think. And as always, subscribe, like, follow, review, do all those things. Go check out Reed and Brogan's accounts and whatnot follow up on uh what tin man elite is up to these days um and until next time i've been david melly and this is run your mouth should announce uh, not have started recording. <laughs> That's okay. um, Good welcome to I Ron. hate Reed. Let that put it yeah. put on the mic. <laughs> Who's your least favorite tin man? <laughs> um, welcome to Run Your Mouth, Long Run Talk for Long Talking Runners. Uh, I'm your host, David Melly. Um, we are here in the uh, social center of the uh, Pittsburgh Marathon headquarters. Um, so apologies if we have a little background noise, but it's actually a pretty, pretty good setup right here. Uh, this week we have with us uh, Reed Fisher and Brogan Austin of Tin Man Elite here to uh, throw down in the half marathon champs tomorrow. So by the time this comes out, you guys will know how uh, everyone finished. But like, let's you know predictions now. Like <laughs> when we have successfully predicted that, we'll look like geniuses. And That's then if you bomb yeah. out tomorrow, we'll just cut it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brogan Austin, fourth place finish, <laughs> goes home deputy. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Don't show your face ever again. That's right. <laughs> Stay in Des Moines. <laughs> David Melly, wildly successful, only one minute back. <laughs> um, That'd be a great day. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we're going to run 60 flat, so then you're yeah. going to run 61. 61. All right. Yeah. yeah. That just, I don't know what, if I qualify for trials tomorrow, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next six months, but um, <laughs> that would be pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have a goal? What it, is that? Uh, I'm so. This 2019 is like half half year for me. <laughs> I've never run a marathon, um, and so the plan is to try to qualify in the half okay. this year. What are, um, what are your PRs? Uh, I ran so I ran in my I ran a half last fall and I ran sub 66. So it's, oh really? Yeah, that's a great. Opener. It should be, and I'm I think I'm 
way fitter than I was last fall. So yeah. nice. what, what are your five k, ten k PRs? This is turning into an interview. Welcome to Run Your Mouth Podcast. Yes, interview David. I'm curious. I'm curious. I want to know. I love. It gets me so excited because I mean, like, I've been on the other side before too. You don't really know, like. The, the outcomes and yeah. it's like excited because you're right there too so it's like yeah and, and I think like I mean I, I you know hot take now I'm probably not gonna run sub 64 tomorrow no, it, no yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm, I'm doing grandmas and I think I'm gonna try and do rock and roll Philly in the fall and stuff yeah, and like, that's exactly where I qualified was half. Philly yeah my, my parents actually live outside Philly now oh, so like cool. if I qualified there like, it'd be pretty cool yeah. yeah well I grew up in Boston but yeah. they live there so yeah no, no fast halves in Boston. Yeah. Um, but well, the marathon is definitely easier than that. Well, that's standard. that's also the anytime I do like a good like long workout or whatever, like my crush <laughs> will just be like, so just like CAM, we do it. Like, what's the deal? <laughs> Dude, all in on CAM. Yeah, so. and then just turn it around two months later, okay. six weeks hey, later. Man, it's, it's, <laughs> this guy ran eight oh three for three k like a month after yeah. CAM. So yeah, it, it can be done. Can be done. I PR I PR'd in the eight hundred this winter, which in fairness, it's not like I ever ran the eight hundred. In college, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that that fun little stat. Like yeah. hundred days from half PR to eight hundred PR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Olympic trials, like my first year, was just about the experience because it's just like it's so it's like on a whole another level. It's just so cool just to be a part of it. So, I, for me, if like if CIM's like the last chance to, to do it I would for sure do it just to yeah. get see, r- rip it and see yeah, what yeah just rip it give, <laughs> give it all and if you, if you got nothing left for the Olympic trials you get the experience and then you'll yeah. be ready to roll the next time around you never know yeah we had uh, we got a couple my roommate qualified in Chicago last year and oh, a couple sweet. of my training partners are going to do grandmas this spring so we got like a we're hoping to get a good good crew there we'll I see what sweet. happens but yeah. yeah it's good how, how have you guys been how's life going pretty pretty well can't complain yeah. what's when, the uh what's the big spring you guys just getting ready for the track season or i'm i'm shutting it down after this race actually nice. so just so you are peaked yeah this is the cream of the crop right ready here. to go yeah, yeah right. he's not even training through <laughs> he's touched a lot of speed work he has, he has started <laughs> yeah, speed work I, yeah. I started 200 meter training uh, for the past three weeks yeah. so I'm ready for the kick at the end. That's good. That's everyone knows that's the most important part. Exactly. Of Championship <laughs> seasons. <laughs> um, and then I'm kind of starting to get started. I would say I've yeah. ran a couple races now, but it feels like the bulk of my season hasn't really started. So I'm running this, which would be a big one, and then Boulder, Boulder, back at home. Um, it's like Memorial Day, so May 26th, and then. We'll see. I'll probably split time between the track and the roads. It's kind of the plan. So. Whether that ends up with me running it at U.S. Track Champs back in Des Moines again, we'll see whether that's chasing a fast road race or whatever the case is. We're kind of playing things as it lies right now. Well, I mean, the biggest trackers of the season, Drake Relays. That's true, and I already got that done. We We both both peaked. (laughs) We peaked for that race. (laughs) Are you, you, did you go with Drake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought, yeah, Yeah. so. A couple Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you guys, how did you guys end up at Drake initially? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, for me, nobody else wanted me, and so I was like, kind of like, this is my only option. Are you an Iowa boy? Did yeah, yeah, I grew up in Iowa, so about like 45 minutes away from Des Moines, so uh tried to go to Iowa State in Iowa, and they... They told you you could like walk on for yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I could walk on, mm-hmm. uh, and then... Drake, I couldn't afford to go to those schools, so Drake was like, hey, we'll give you some money, and I was like, okay, well, it's either that or the community college, and I was like, I better, better go to, the, to Drake, but it, it turned out great, it was a super great experience, and um, I didn't really prioritize education 
uh, going into college, and then you know, as I became more educated, I understand understood. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, I know exactly. It's like I finally understood the importance of you know an education. I can run forever. And there's more things in life than just you know just running or just school. There's you know many facets that you need to build on. So yeah, it was it was a great experience, and Drake kind of uncovered those things for me. So really glad I went there. I don't know, yeah, I was kind of the opposite. I mean, I was a walk-on at Drake, so Brogan's yeah. over here yeah, complaining yeah, exactly. about, oh, exactly. I, I was going to have to be hey, a walk-on somewhere. Grass is always greener. Yeah, yeah that was my reality for sure. Um, so the flip side of the coin for me was I was prioritizing education much more. Um, Drake was the only Division One program that I looked at, and ultimately just liked the school more than the other schools I was looking at, and running was a nice charity on top. And then as I showed up on campus, I like, you know, saw Brogan win Drake Relays his junior year, um, and then just being around guys who were taking running seriously and, and looking to have some success, I kind of just latched onto that, and then honestly just kind of was very naive as to what I could do, and then I like, started running pretty well. Um, Destroyed everyone. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, well I guess I'm good at running. That's a nice surprise. I guess I'll keep doing this while I, while I can, oh, yeah. for sure. So, nice. yeah, Drake for me was more of a initially academic endeavor and then turned into, fortunately, being a, a great program that was able to support the top end of, of a D1 runner as well. So, so yeah, cause you're a, a happy accident. Mini Minnesota boy initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up like 20 minutes outside of the Twin Cities. So, nice. so, so funny story. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told Reed this, but I, I remember like his freshman year. This is good. This is a recurring question on the pod is first impressions. So oh, we okay. Good. Okay. Well, <laughs> Bad yeah, first yeah. impression. Well, this wasn't like a, really a first, first impression, but it was kind of sort of like his freshman year and later down the road when he was probably a little bit more comfortable with me. He's like, just want to let you know, like I'm gonna beat all your records. But the time I like I graduate, and I was like, okay, Reed. It was like, and I, that was probably maybe like a week after I had like laughed in at like the conference meet. So you were the and, eager beaver. For oh, eager, you were the one who was dreaming big. And, right and, off and the like co- coming from like Reed's background, I don't like it was a like 9:42 mile. Uh, nine twenty three, but like in the last race of my high school. Okay, career. okay. So, so yeah, coming in, he he wasn't like the, the most. He didn't have like the most accolades coming out of high school. And, and what'd you say? Like, what was your like five k one mile PRs in high school? Uh, Did you run the five k in high yeah, school? In Minnesota, <laughs> I guess it's a cross country five. Oh, cross. So I ran like sixteen oh nine for 16. cross five. 429 for the mile and then 923 for the okay, 30. So, so, so definitely solid. That's definitely respectable for, for high school. But he coming in, uh, he's like, I'm going to crush everything. And I'm like, okay, Reed. What, uh, That's great. Well, yeah, it's a pat him on the top of the head. <laughs> like, I can break 30 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. for a sport. I was like, yeah, you, you do you, man. Just like keep working hard. And then I, I never would have guessed that he would have like, gone on to break my school record and other other records and, and then get a lot faster. Yeah, then after. then continue to keep, like just keep destroying everything. This kid is Mr. Consistency, so he's just you know puts in the work and then slowly but surely just gets better. And um, it's kind of been on you know not like a quote unquote normal path. Like most athletes are great in high school and they're great in college and then they continue to be great. Like the Chris Derricks or. You know, Parker Stinson, Drew uh, Hunter, Drew that. Hunter. I was about to say, <laughs> I, there's it's Scrub cool. Though, Drew like, Hunter. Yeah. There's a there's a bit of a you know apologies to Drew. We love Drew, but mm-hmm. like there's definitely cred to like 
everyone, it's like you guys just did it right now. It's like trying to out blue collar, be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I came from the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I was 100%. so 100%. trash. I had it the worst. <laughs> Yeah, like, but to be fair to Drew, like he's been working hard and smarter yeah. than all of us, the, yeah. like the earliest. So I don't, I don't think anyone, uh, you know, is is complaining about Drew's lack of no, work ethic. That's but, very uh, true. No, it is. There's definitely a credibility to be like, oh, like I came from, I never had it easy. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Rags to riches, right? All my miles were uphill <laughs> both ways. Yeah, exactly. Like, you try and find like it's especially like now, like you know, you try and find. All the the big thing, um, kind of teasing debates that we have in like in Boston is like who has the most real job? Yeah, because <laughs> no, it's like when people are like, oh, I work full time and run. It's like, all right, well, there's a wide range. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah. how much, Who's uh, got the most real job? Put you on the spot. Um, of like, it depends on who you ask. I mean, I my my friend Sam who ran. She ran 231 at wow. CIM last year. She is a full-time nurse. Oh, so, yeah. like, Standing she does around. the, like, oh, yeah, you know. Shift. Yeah, that's, that's uh, so, so my roommate here is Jarrett LeBlanc. That's how you say it, LeBlanc. Uh, <laughs> French, yes. Yeah, he uh, uh, is, a, is a nurse as well. And he's just, like, working, like, 60-hour weeks and... Just, yeah. just trying to put just in the miles. The, the like, 4 a.m. or like yeah, 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 overnight shifts and yeah. like doubles, and I'm like, dude, and standing on your feet all day. No, way. I don't know. I don't know about yeah. See, I sit in a desk all day. And oh like, yeah. Uh, my complaint is like the opposite, where I'm like, oh my glutes are yeah. all my butt like, hurts. Yeah. So I've been sitting all day. Poor me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always give like my friends that work like in the running world. I'll be like, oh, like you're just you're you get to run for your job. Yeah. Like, but yeah. then also it's like you know Boston Marathon weekend. They're all working like right. Who's fourteen hour days? Yeah. Boston Marathon rolls around. He's just off the walls. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't uh, don't envy that in its own way of like. Although I like because because do, do you work? Full yeah, time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what do what do you do? Uh, I'm an IT project manager, but so you know I. I do majority of my calls on on the phone and mm-hmm. you know it's just managing some people so there's literally no standing involved and it's just sitting all day so it, it's very conducive to running if anything it locks me in a, a cage for a day and then I'm just like forced to recover and then let my legs be fresh the, the only like bad thing is you know I have to wake up a little bit earlier and um, I don't have as much free time to do other things but you know I'll still get done at like 7pm or 8pm on a long day and uh, that's still plenty of time to hang out and do what I want for a couple hours at the end of the day. So uh, yeah. it's it's honestly not that bad. There's something nice too to having, and, and you because you also work not in the running. Not anymore. Yeah. I'm yeah. done now. He's a You're free done? Man. Yes. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, he's 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 fully committed. Do we have a contract to announce? Is no, this a not, unfortunately oh. not yet. It's soon. <laughs> Working well, on it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah. No. It's nice to. To have the thing that's just not at all like because like my job right, is totally right. unrelated to running and mm-hmm. to be like have those people around that just have no perspective. Oh, of, yeah. You know, it's like I like told my coworker, I'm like, oh, I'm flying to Pittsburgh this weekend. And she's like, why are you going to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, that sounds like, like a fun trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, so is that good? Is that a fast time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> What's no. your mile PR? Oh my God, you broke five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, my uh. <laughs> My big thing is, like, people... Because, like, my, my mile PR is, like, 405, and so, like, people oh, are like, wow. oh, you're a four-minute miler, and it's like, 
There's and a lot. That's a big five seconds. <laughs> hey, let me tell you. But 405 <laughs> is still pretty sweet. Yeah, there's a long, large gulf between uh, those those two worlds. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would never self-identify that way. <laughs> you going back for the sub four then? I don't know. I mean, I so I I've only just kind of moved up to this basically. So I'm a steeplechaser by like uh, yeah. trade, but then like I can't really do it anymore. Just like I kind of messed up my hamstring doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just it's hard to do like post grad like if you don't. Especially the way that we trained in college, like, well, this is turning into the me. Inter- Brogan's no, a good interview. Right. You're good. Get this yeah, man his own podcast. Yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, <laughs> good. Where's the tin talk that's uh, just Brogan interviewing? <laughs> Play it on me. I'll be, I'll be um, the host. But yeah, no, uh, it, yeah, it's hard to steeple after college, and so it, and it's nice to. I had like a really shitty spring last year, mm-hmm. so then this kind of whole like half experiment has been like. Let's set Get aside. Let's yeah. do something different yeah, yeah, for a for while. Sure. And like, yeah, so I think... Well, Brogan and I were just talking earlier today about our potential quest to break four on the mile in 2021. So okay, well, let's talk. welcome to join yeah. us in that endeavor. Yeah. Sign the <laughs> I do think... Commit. Speaking, speaking of uh, actually leaving your job, and like, that's always like the hypothetical. is like, oh, like, what if I just like quit for like a year and just like went 100? And yeah. I... It's tough because it's like I don't. You'll have to report back. Well, I'm already back bored. On the I'm already very bored. Yeah. It's been you, a week and I'm bored. There's the healthy <laughs> distraction level of it. Yeah, of, for sure. Uh, having that, I always think like it would be great to work like 20 hours. Yes, yeah, that would be like, ideal. Very like, low stress. Give me like, 20 hour work week. It's like four hour days. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, this yeah. is so, so easy compared yeah. to 40. Even oh. even 30 hours would be great. Mm-hmm. It's like. The 30 to 40 is, like, where it gets, it's like, ah. Well, yeah. I, was, I will say, like, I would gladly work, I'll work an extra 10 hours a week if I got to, like, decide. When those hours when, Like, when yes, all the yeah, hours Very work. true, very like, true. that's the thing for me is, like, especially in the winter where, like, the, you know, in, like, December and January, you're like, I haven't been outside in daylight <laughs> oh, in, yes. like, in weeks. Yes. <laughs> It's, it's like, like I'll gladly work like six to midnight if that means that I get like a to sunny run during the day. Yeah, okay. yeah. You turn you turn the kitchen light on and you start getting a sunburn because you're so pale from not yeah. seeing the sun. Oh god, that I, I made the mistake of like I was trying to find something, some old photo on my phone, and I was like scrolling through like last August photos, and I was like, oh, I look so tan and yeah, healthy, I'm and like, yeah. I'm so pasty, and like people are just like. You're, now is like the worst time too because it's oh, like yeah. not quite spring yet yeah. and so you're at your max just like not oh, exposed yeah. yeah maxed paleness but then it's nice because you got to jump on everyone else who's not a runner and like oh, you're yeah. like oh, I'm running outside before yep. people over like uh, after the Boston Marathon weekend people were like oh like did you go away this weekend and I was like no I just was like running yeah. outside it's called lot. being like, outside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's nice so I Wanted to ask before we got completely derailed, but uh, speaking of tomorrow, mm-hmm. sunglasses. You guys are road boys. You're road warriors now. Yep. Are you sunglasses racers? What's the deal? What's your... Nah, I can't do it. I just... I'd much rather have the sun in my eyes than... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I've just never been a big sunglass guy. I've worn them in one race this year. And it was my worst race of the year, so I don't know if that's a correlation or causation, but (laughs) no, we also have a, Morgan Pearson has like a maybe 15% joking rule on our team that if you break 14 minutes in the 5K, you get to wear sunglasses in training, and if you break 13.30, 
then you get to wear sunglasses in racing. But if you haven't broken either, you never get to wear sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's Morgan's 5KPR. <laughs> 1332. So yeah. he doesn't even get so to wear it in racing. Oh, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, a, it's a just rule. I would also say that, it. like, 15% joking can also describe, like, Morgan most Pearson. things. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> He's a big fan yeah. of, like, I'll just, like, be, like, and especially you guys are on, like, Mountain Time. It'll be, like, 1 a.m. and I'll just be, like, Morgan, like, adding me in some yeah. random comment. Yeah. Being like, all right, I have to kind of figure out what weird joke he's, like, making yeah. at my expense at this yeah, point. Yeah, I would say that's very true, Morgan. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so, to buy that standard, my PR is 13.45, so I can train So, that, you can, all right, that's fair. Yet. And we haven't figured out a roadman <laughs> equivalent yet. I tried to push for sub-63 and a half because... Oh yeah, that was when I was a sixty-two fifty-seven. Maybe sub sixty-two. Maybe sub sixty-two. Yeah, I think maybe the sprinter equivalent would be like how many chains you're allowed to wear. Like sub ten, you get two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so we're not sunglass boys. At least not in racing. All our training. Do you have that was bright, but race day? So do you have lucky socks? So you have superstitions? Uh, I just wear like I just probably wear the same thing every single time. As far as like socks, I just try to keep everything consistent no outliers so like mentally I can just focus on the race and not anything else yep that's, a, that's pretty true that's a, not a super, I have like not a superstitious bunch yeah, yeah not super not super but a just little just a little just, just a little, little stitious yeah. yeah. as Michael Scott classic said. joke yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to throw it in there no I have like three pairs of socks I have like a warm weather pair of socks that are really thin a medium weather pair of socks that are medium thinness, thinness. <laughs> and then like a cold weather pair that are like a wool blend I just I just wear the same same sock same time. socks every yeah. time I was my suffer. My roommate <laughs> has like if he's running well, he like won't race, wash his socks all season. Yeah, and so race. like yeah, end of the season, it's like I'm not gonna get too yeah. close to yeah. the race. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, my my only thing is I don't day before the race I don't cross the finish line. Yeah, yeah like that's, that's true. true. That's yeah. my yeah. my one superstition. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, that's the. We didn't even cross through like the yeah the pet five k. I know. Today. I so had like the dogs. Was, that's yeah. like a big inflatable finish line yeah. up, and we both just without like, speaking. It's like we were trying to cut. Plus, like, no pets. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to cut across this field, and right in the middle was this the, the finish line. And I'm like, nah, I can't do it. Can't do ran it. Ran it's bad around. Yeah, yeah. You just can't do it. That's like I don't the, know who started that, but. It's definitely a thing, you know. I don't know. Five Ks, yeah. yeah it's, it's like a, like, it's like beer miles. Like it's catching on. Yeah. It's like uh, one of my friends made his dog a Strava account, which was uh, <laughs> Great. Pr- pretty funny. I feel I oh, appreciate yeah. that of all the weird things to do on Strava. Yeah. Wholesome yeah. content. It's so easy to get behind dogs. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. like they always love you. So I guess it's like Fobble with his burritos. He was just like, "What's what's the safest food <laughs> yeah. that, that everybody loves?" Everybody loves. <laughs> I'm gonna make that my. I like, I like the this Fobble narrative man. that he's a sociopath who's just like <laughs> trying to manipulate he's the just people. Like, All right, I need a dog and a burrito, and everyone will love yeah, me. And then I'll run 209, and everyone will love me even more. <laughs> yeah, I, I. If only people knew the Fast and Furious loving. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't fault him for that. I'm I mean, halfway, I love I'm halfway through too, Tokyo yeah. Drift right now, so I'm gonna finish that tonight before bed. You're sick, sick-minded <laughs> people. Oh come on, that's, that's <laughs> great. Tokyo Drift and then five, six, seven, eight are the good ones. Uh, <laughs> I'll disagree with you there. I'm a, you, I'm you're an OG, OG guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just get too off the rails. Oh, they, what do you mean they get too off the rails? They just keep getting better. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just uh, get each one more, is I more just, amazing. I just saw Endgame the other day, and there was oh, a preview yeah? for the new the one coming out. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. It, it just look looks great. Oh, oh, come on. At one point, Vin Diesel's like, 
doing like a weight or no it's the rock is yeah. doing like a weight throw like spin with like a helicopter on a chain while yeah. being held on a back of a car I don't see what your problem is <laughs> that sounds pretty realistic have you seen the man awesome. the complete disregard for, for the basic laws of physics yeah. are just appalling to me you'll stick to the realism of Endgame instead <laughs> yes exactly that's exactly right that's where he draws the yeah. line yeah. I'd say the more spo- of a Harry the spoil- spoiler wall lifted are we allowed to talk about it I, don't I, don't know. Know. I haven't seen it yet yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll plug I won't, I won't drop spoilers I'm not that kind of guy are you a Star Wars Double guy guys. Star Wars Harry Potter Lord of the Rings yeah I'm, I'm yes. a fan I, I, I love think. sci-fi sci-fi is great yeah it is good it's a, I think it's like a little abstract thinking gets you thinking creatively just you know, say Lord of the Rings is probably my favorite Oh, see, that's the one I miss. That's like the only thing I'm not nerdy really? about is I'm Lord of the Rings. Like, I, I'm Star Wars is my big one. Hmm. There's a guy upstairs had a Millennium Falcon tattoo. I like came very close to being like. So did you like, did you cry the other bro. day when when Chewbacca passed away? Uh, I I legitimately cried when Carrie Fisher passed yeah, away. Uh, I also have like like Postcards from the Edge, which is the first novel she wrote. It's like mm. one of my favorite books. Like Carrie yes. Fisher, my love for Carrie Fisher transcends <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm very picky with my, like, good movie, good movies. Like, the, you know, Oscar bait. Like, I'll get very pretentious. But, like, Star Wars, like, I'm just, I'm here to love it. Like, I'm not one of those people that's, like, the new ones, the Disney ones aren't yeah. good. I'm like, oh, they're all getting, great. You're bonus yeah. Star I'm here, Wars. I'm here, and I'm happy, those. and I'm yeah. having a great time. Yeah. It's uh, what, giving the people what they want. Except yeah. the new Indiana Jones, which can suck yeah. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, well, we covered our movies. We covered our superstars. Oh, I know. Just, the boxes. This came up uh, our one of our recent episodes. Do you run with runderwear? Is that ever acceptable? Runderwear? I'm not familiar. Is it just like, the thing uh, that people, like, people like run underwear. with, like, underwear under their, like, shorts. Even, oh, okay, gotcha. even with liner. Okay, gotcha. No, yeah, I, no. I did that in, in, like, high school, maybe. But Apparently, then. it's a... F- like international thing oh really uh, the theory that I'm forming is that because people have said that like uh, their international teammates with usually the, ran with underwear on underneath yeah it's just um, like one for me like I, I didn't know that I used to do that we had a steeplechaser from yeah. Canada who'd wear yeah like compression shorts under his split yeah. this, I'm telling you this is the universe I don't know why but it's, yeah. the, it's the rule yeah I mean like, for we me, Americans I, just like free balling it I yeah. guess yeah <laughs> I, I was just un- uneducated I didn't know was, I'm like I, I just assumed didn't know that was an option yeah, yeah. I just like I just assumed you wore your underwear underneath your shorts, kind of like all the other shorts, but then everyone else Oh, was like, like in high school. Yeah, yeah in high like school. So then, then, it, then everybody else wasn't. I was like... Were you, ever a, were you ever a shorts over tights guy? Oh, yeah. No. no. Uh, I, I was I think school. I did it the first time I bought running tights, and then I showed up to my high school practice, and I looked at the varsity guys, and they were all just not wearing shorts over their tights. I was the opposite, where like there was one time in high school where I like didn't bring shorts or something so yeah. I just had to wear running tights and everyone was like dude what are you doing yeah. you idiot you're so <laughs> gross yeah. put some shorts the over those tights yeah. I did uh, I am the the biggest like now just used to like being in running clothes at all yeah. times yeah. and yeah. like I'm big, you show up to bars and like half tights yeah, yeah to a fault like, what are you doing yeah like, people are like yeah Boulder really fine. Boulder really lets you get away with that too. oh yeah yeah. That's, yeah you hippies out there that's right yeah. what's the half tights versus shorts stance of the I purely love shorts yeah I'd say I've all the guys on our team train in half tights and then like I'd say most of them race in half tights so I've kind of started training in half tights a bit more but I always race in split shorts train train in half fast. tights race yeah, yeah that's kind of the usual it's interesting I, for me it's like more of a distance thing 
Like, obviously, weather, like, if it's cold, like, all our yeah. appetites, like, lingering hamstring issues. But for me, it's, like, half tights are, like, a track thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, so, yeah. so you road boys, you See, know? See, the thing for me is I never know what to do with my singlet. Like, I saw oh, that was a I big just let debate, it fly. too. Yeah, yeah some tuck, people are like, yeah. well, do you tuck it or do you not? Uh, and I think both of them looks kind of crusty. So that's why yeah. I just wear the split shorts and then tuck, tuck it. You gotta tuck Keep it. it classy. Don't, like, tell, don't tell Parsoni that uh, <laughs> oh, he knows. Tucked, tucked into half tights is crusty. Yeah. <laughs> he knows, he knows. His, uh, <laughs> his brand is going to be forever. It's like um, one of his accessories. Yeah. He's got, like, headband, ring, bracelet, watch. Arm sleeves. Yeah, I should have. I should have asked him the uh, superstitious uh, running race day apparel. He's <laughs> yeah. got plenty to spare. But yeah, he does, I'm sure. Yeah, he's an accessorized <laughs> man. His nickname is Mister Accessories. <laughs> That's fair. another Morgan Pearson given nickname. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I showed up to a run last week, and like Jordan, Drew, and Sam all had like bandanas tied around their necks, and I was like, ah, shit, nobody gave me the bandana memo. Mm-hmm. I forgot He's an, my, an influencer in the pure yeah. sense of the <laughs> yeah, word. exactly. But those guys are 13, 21, I know, 22 you can't talk guys, smack though, on so. 13, 20 guys. Yeah, now so that they've broken Morgan's barrier. They yeah, they've broken the barrier. They can, officially, they, <laughs> they can officially wear the sunglasses. They can wear whatever they want. Yeah. So when you guys, uh, what was... Uh, your first impressions of the team when you joined, when you... So when did you join Tin Man? Well, technically I'm not officially on You're the not, team. Or when did you I'm start like a, training with them? Yeah, I'm just like a fangirl of the team. <laughs> and uh, they... They have many. Yeah, exactly, on. exactly. Myself no. included. No, to be honest, like, so I went out to Boulder... Uh, about a month ago and I was training with the guys for a couple weeks I didn't know what to expect I had never met any of the guys like I knew Reed and uh, Tyler Mueller Uh, I I trained with Tyler beforehand and uh, you know the guys are just all extremely nice and they're extremely like open minded and want to get to know you and uh, you know Drew especially is just like one of the nicest guys I've ever met and like He's accomplished so much, and he assumes nothing. And like, he was just fire, firing questions at me, like trying to get to know me, trying to make me feel comfortable. And you know, Sam was the same way. I mean, just all the guys were that way. Just like everybody's super friendly. And even even when we're like outside, you know, trying to do, like at our workout at the track, uh, you know, you could tell people were they they knew who the 10 minute elite were and they were kind of like shy to come over and they're like come on over like when they're having a conversation with this kid and he's like yeah I just like I love the 10 man and you know er- anywhere you, you go like in Boulder I think that the name has been has gotten out and uh, it's it's a really cool thing that you know that the founders Reed and Drew Sam and Tyler have, have created and uh, I feel like it's really easy for people to rally behind and uh, you know after being there and uh, having them like include me as family just with a guy they don't even know that well and uh, you know it's it's something really cool to be a part of and, and, and everybody's welcome to you know follow the journey and um, you know try to be a part of it too with well, that's, supporting them so yeah I mean that you know all joking aside and God I hate being you know sincere this is not what this <laughs> podcast is for but you know it's like there are not to name names, but, like, there are plenty of people in the genre of, like, high school boy fan magnets who I'm, like, uh, like, yeah. not my favorite runners out there, and, like, I would, uh, ten times out of ten, rather, like, a, like, you know, kid, my little brother is a junior in high school, like, I'd way rather him be a fan of, like, Tin Man than, like, oh, yeah, 100%. Um, some of the more, uh, 
fuckboy oriented (laughs) guys out there. Um, You know, it's like, I think part of why people respond to, and part of why, like, you know, the fandom of the sport has grown so much in the last, I don't know, let's say five years, is like these teams that have actually, like, meaningfully engaged with the fans on social media is, like, actually some, you know, it's inclusive rather than exclusionary, and that is is definitely a value add to the sport for sure. Yeah, and then, and then, and just like to add one more thing. Sorry, Reed. You're good. Uh, <laughs> is you know, n- none of the guys were extremely good beforehand. They, they were high caliber athletes for sure, and like Drew, Drew was on another level. But you know, for me, following like getting to know the, uh, these athletes through Instagram or you know in person and whatnot too. But it's like they're they're starting from ground zero and building themselves up and. You know, like this past weekend at Peyton Jordan, when all three of those guys ran under the world standard, it's just like it's I, like for me, I was I was so pumped. Like I, I felt like I was a part of their journey, and like to see them happy made me so happy, and it like felt like I accomplished that goal with them. And like they, there's so many more stepping stones that I feel like this team is gonna accomplish. You know, with you know they can make the the world team, they can make the Olympic team, and they're they're just gonna get so much so much greater and you know reed's only 23 and you don't really reach your your peak until you're 27 or 28 in the, in the distance world and so you know they're they're doing great things right now but give them four more years and uh you know they're just going to be lights out so it's it's going to be a really fun journey to, to continue to follow and uh be a part of so i i don't know i just i, I love the team even even though I'm not officially on it, but uh, <laughs> I, I like to be a part of it any way they, they allow me to be. Reed, you hate everyone. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Reed's like, it's no, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. No. Yeah, to Brogan's point, I mean, I think one of the things that made us very initially easy to connect with was like we had this one, you know, like stud in Drew Hunter who's a huge name in and of itself. And then... Initially, it was just this kind of, like, supporting cast of, like, ragtag runners in, yeah. in me, Parsons, and Tyler. Um, but I think what separates, you know, our team from a lot of other elite teams is that, like, a lot of elite teams are getting the top talent out of the NCAA, and it's like, well, yeah, like, I would hope they're going to be some of the best runners in the U.S. Like, they were already that coming out of college, so basically the coaches essentially had to keep them from ripping themselves apart and just, like almost hold them back um, and make sure that they're staying healthy and things. But for us, I mean, I was a, you know, 28, 50 guy out of college, which is very impressive. And I was stoked on that. Um, but now to be like a 6206 half marathoner a year and a half later is something that I never thought was going to be feasible. Um, and then Sam, especially is another great example. I mean, he was a 1351 guy, yeah. I think out of college, <laughs> like last year at the Stanford Invitational. Um, he was trying to break 1340 and I remember him like talking this is a running joke he and Drew always bring up now it's like he was like a little kid like looking at Drew being like Drew do you, like, do, do you really think I can break 1340 <laughs> though like I don't know man like a 12 <laughs> second PR that's you really think I can break 1340 <laughs> and then like you ran 1339 he was like oh my god I did it and then he just ran you know 1322 like virtually a year later so it's that kind of ability to set goals that are feasible for where each of us are at individually and then 
reset them and raise that bar as it goes. I mean, when I made my half marathon debut in November, it was at Indianapolis with Brogan, and I was like, oh, I just want to kind of run under 64, and if I can run 63 mid, that'd be great. And I ended up running 62.57, and then in my second race at Houston, I could have been like, oh, well, maybe I'll try and run like 62.30, 62.45, just, you know, it's my second one, get another little PR, that'd be great. But instead, you know, Tom really encouraged me to shoot for 62 flat or sub 62, and I went out and ended up running 62.06. So it's like those abilities that each of us have and that Tom encourages us, uh, encourages us to have to like Move the go out and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just be constantly reassessing where you think you can be as a runner is, is what's made us progress really well. And then I think other people looking in on that and seeing that development that in turn makes them be like, oh, well, maybe I should start to set my goals a little higher. Well, I think that, I mean, going back to the initial, you know, theme or whatever, you know, it's that blue collar mentality of, you know, there's not a lot of, not a lot of Stanford, Oregon guys on the Tin Man, you know, powerhouse universities like Lehigh and Drake University. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know. The big hitters. No no offense to them, great universities. Yeah, offense taken. (laughs) You know, it's like, I think that is relatable to people too, to say, and you know, and like, Drew obviously was really good for me young age, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, and anyone who's met or followed Drew like would never accuse him of being someone who like takes the oh, easy yeah. way out. Like, nicest, one of the nicest guys. I, I love Drew. Yeah, we the you know this is gonna turn into a real circle jerk, but like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, Drew is a true sweetie, and uh, you know I I think that is very much conveyed sort of just this idea that like. You know, and just in terms of narrative building, like, it's fun to root for the underdogs and, oh, like, yeah, the guys, yeah. you know, the guys that you see yourself in. That you're like, maybe one day if I, like, oh, yeah. you know, work hard and shoot for the stars that, like, I can do, accomplish this, too. And I think that's part of what has resonated so much. And, you know, you see that with a lot of folks, like, the, and a lot of these groups that have come up that have, you know, frankly, have been able to create this atmosphere, this, like, team atmosphere that you mm-hmm. guys have where you are pushing each other and making each other better. Um, and that that's a big part of how, like, American, I guess, well, not just American, but distance running in general has, like, kind of been able to step up as this, like, post-collegiate training group boom mm-hmm. that we've yeah, had. for sure. So it's definitely, uh, yeah, good stuff. Keep going. <laughs> so you're, you're living in Boulder full-time, or are you living no, in No, I, I live in Iowa. So I live in Iowa, Iowa right. and then... Uh, I'm are you open. are you home or yeah yeah so nice. uh, still uh, working in Des Moines and we're still still trying to you know I've been working with my boss to get you know the okay to work remotely mm-hmm. and uh, she she was awesome and let me do that to a extent because I was just like you know I want to get out there and see what it's like see if it's the right fit for me and also if the team likes me as well and try to get a feel for things and still trying to get the approval from. HR to, to work remotely because because my, my job right now is super flexible mm-hmm. like they let me come out here and uh, you know take time off whenever I need to, to go for, for races and um, it's not super demanding I work 40 hours a week so uh, it's a super flexible job that I haven't had before and uh, you know I want to keep working uh, but yeah so I, I don't want to lose that job and still be able to do the things I want to do for running too nice. so and Tom is coaching you, right? Yep, yeah, yep, so yep. He's been coaching he me since that, last July. Got that lane already. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. So, yeah, he, he's, I credit him to all my success. <laughs> like, I was a scrub before, and, you know, now I'm 
okay. I'm yeah, so starting to make my way up. Brogan and I both raced at the club cross country championships in 2017. Yeah, when they were in Lexington, mm-hmm. um, I was also there. Yeah. Yep. So at the post race after party. Like, I oh, was God. in the bar, like, <laughs> relatively tipsy, and came up to Brogan, and I was like, dude, you need a coach. Like, if you want to <laughs> actually you, be good, self-coaching? Like, you owe yeah. it to oh, yourself yeah. to oh, just yeah. hire somebody. Like, I'll give you Tom's number. Just please call him. Yeah, he did. And then... Good. I never did, though. That's yeah, he never did. And then, um, to his credit, like, he watched USA Track Champs, where Tyler yeah. and I were both in the 10K, and I think... It probably sparked some oh, t- oh, some some jealousy so in him, or so, so <laughs> where jealousy. he was like, "God, I like, I know I'm good enough to be competing on that starting yeah. line. And the only reason yeah. I'm not is just because I can't, yeah, be coaching myself and expect to do this at a high level. You can be the smartest fucking guy in the world. Yeah, you think like, you know everything. Yeah. You think you know everything. But it's like, I'm a super frugal guy, so I hate spending money. So it's like, I don't, I don't need to pay a coach. Like I know what I'm doing. Like I've been doing this for like, you know, like twenty years. And uh, so I'm like, after when we first said it, I was like, yeah. You started running at six? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah, say, I mean, that I math doesn't check. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have. I've been running forever. Like, my like my dad mapped out, like, like a one-mile route, like, super young, and put, started putting me in races. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've been running forever. But, uh, yeah, so I was, like, I was super hesitant. It, you know, after their, their club cross, they just came out of nowhere and just destroyed everybody. And, like, the American Distance Project was, like, at the time, like, the head and shoulders way better than everybody else. I'm like, there's no way you guys are going to beat, beat those guys. And they they did. They came, and they, they dominated. And then... Uh, yeah, I remember, I think... I don't think... I hadn't even met Sam at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think my perspective on my... my speaking of first impressions, my yeah. first impression was, like, who are all of Trevor's friends that are like <laughs> here that are all wearing these weird shirts like oh, yeah. the hand wrote on? Yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Humble <laughs> beginnings for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, so Brogan, you started working with Tom in July. Yeah. And I and I'm like, I I was still questionable at the time because he didn't have any marathoners or anything at the point. So I'm like one national championship later. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. exactly. So um, we, yeah, we joke about that. I mean, last year at Drake Relays, you ran like 30, 10. Oh, uh, no, 29.50. Yeah, okay. I got, a, I got another 30. Right, right. yeah, so it snuck under 30 minutes for the 10K, yeah. and this year he ran like 29.09 completely yeah. solo. And yeah. then last year at this race, he was 14th. Like, yeah. Just like, ah, I snuck into the prize money. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then this year, like, We'll he see. and I are both yeah. very optimistic. Right. Everyone can, pause and then we'll fill in what happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's your... Yeah. <laughs> we'll no. cut it in. So, um, yeah, it's just cool to see how much, like, joy for the sport has, has come back into him. And oh, yeah. just that competitive edge that he's always had since I've known him has, has really sparked back up. And he's ready to rip people's heads off again. So, yeah, yeah. It's pretty badass. Yeah. No, it's been it's been super fun. It's a, It just gives you, like, a whole new joy for the sport when you get to compete in races and and you do well and you do well <laughs> and you run fast and you PR I just mm-hmm. so my 10k PR I just gunned for that at the Drake Relays like two weeks ago and before it was 29.32 from like 2013 and then I, f- I finally beat it this this past week I didn't oh, yeah. I didn't crush it like I was hoping to but but you beat it PR but I beat it which is yeah. like you know it's, it's, it's a good you know checklist yeah, yeah the my, Drake Relays is also not yeah, it's not well like, known for yeah, its, it's, it's like strength in ten k running. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, it's like soloing. But. My little my little mantra is like I what you, Drew and Sam have there. What I'm I'm here with the people I want to be doing yeah, what I want to do. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I always have the um. You, you can't run fast if you're not having fun. It's exactly. always like because yeah. I'm very like I can get 
very in my head and like down on things and it's like can't run fast you're not having fun exactly like, you gotta yeah. you gotta love it and you gotta want to do it yeah and yeah no it's 100 percent true like I, I was over training in college and i hated running and that's that's the first sign like when someone's telling me it's like I had just been flat. I'm like, do you, do you feel motivated? They're like, no. Do you hate running? Yes. It's like, <laughs> take some time off. You're overtraining. Like, you're obviously doing too much. It's like, if you're in the happy medium of like, you're pushing yourself a little bit, but you still feel like fresh and you, you want to be doing it, then you're in the right spot. Like, that's keep doing what you're doing. And then if it's too easy, just kick it up a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you were a pretty chronic overtrainer oh, in college. Yeah, like I was again. All the more reason to have a coach. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Overtrainer yeah. and no. Well, the coach. problem is <laughs> the problem is I did have a coach. I just didn't listen yeah, to the coach. Listen to yeah, yeah. Just I remember I was staying on your couch for J term my freshman year, and like I'd gone out and done my run like earlier that day while you and Guy were at class, and like you guys got back from your first run, like. Just hung out for like a handful of hours, and then you guys looked at each other, and you're like, "Where are you at for the week?" I think I'm going to hit 97. <laughs> <laughs> Without, like, saying a word, you Took both just, out. like, Took silent as the grave, like, went upstairs, <laughs> put on running clothes, and just went out into this, miles. like, yeah, it was, like, a nine-degree day in Des Moines, Iowa in January, and these Worth sick it. motherfuckers, <laughs> we got to go, go run three more miles to get to 100. Oh that's, that's just, like, never how my brain's worked when it's... Oh yeah, and, but you're a Strava guy too, so you should be all about the, yeah. Uh, I know the, the dick measuring. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah. I mean, I've I've done like a couple hundred plus mile weeks, and every time, like, just with the way Tom trains us, like, you won't really know you're on pace to do it. Until, yeah, you like, don't know. You're yeah. like going into your Sunday long run. You're like, oh, well, I'm gonna run like 104. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. didn't even realize. Yeah, you don't that. even know. It's just like <laughs> I'm going out for this time today. It's yeah. like day to day. You don't mm-hmm. even worry about like what's coming up. Yeah, it's like what I'm gonna hit for this week. It's yeah. like, nope, just day after day. Yeah, that, that is like. Yeah, having that focus there to just, like, have it come naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. Like, yeah. I, I did the most, in this build-up, I did the two highest weeks I've ever done, like, back-to-back, just, like, kind of not trying to. Yeah, yeah. And you're always like, oh, that's, how, that's a good sign that training's to go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Although yeah. I will say, a couple of my, I'm, I'm not a big, like, super high-mileage guy either, and, like, mm-hmm. a couple of the guys I train with are, and the, the, big, the biggest Strava flex is to run, like, 99.8 on the week yeah. and leave it there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is, that shows I true. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, that's big dick energy. Yeah, right yeah, there, 100%. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm okay with my 99.8. I would, I would agree. <laughs> it's, it's more, like, big dick energy. Having to, that yeah, like, yeah. 99.8 yeah. and not 100. To yeah, not, yeah. yeah. a few times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> eating at my soul but I'm like no 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 if you if you do it that's the oh yeah it's like how could you not like people get so upset how could you not get to 100 (laughs) so are you you're not in the uh the big Tin Man House right in Boulder I am I am yeah yeah yeah. it's me Drew Sam Morgan Joe Klecker that's it but then effectively effectively like three or four other guys at any point and all the guys are always over there it's like you have like twelve dudes over there hanging out. Yeah, just like it truly chilling. is like a college track house. Oh, goodness, I do, sometimes I do better, miss my my house in college was like the the nine guys on the team. Like oh, I, mean, wow. I have a tattoo on my hip of like it's the the number of our house that like mm. a bunch of us have. Yeah, like, <laughs> I miss that so. Oh much. yeah, it's so, so great. Fun. Yeah, who's the? Uh, are you a, a good roommate? Are you easy to live with? I'd like to think so. Yeah, I mean, especially when I was working full time. Um, I was like, I'd spend more time not in the house than <laughs> I'm not home there. enough to make right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm like very 
I'm big on routines. Like, I eat the same breakfast and oftentimes, like, the same lunch every single day. So I, like, have it down to a science. Like, I make four dishes for my breakfast, and they're almost always cleaned and put away right after. Um, Nice. So, yes, I would say I'm hopefully... This actually uh, translates nicely into the little game I have cooked up for you guys. All right. Uh, Uh-oh. So since you guys have been long, long known each other, long been teammates of, mm-hmm. of one sort or another, are you familiar with the, the newlyweds game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we're going to do a little little newlyweds game. All so right. I'm going to ask um, you questions about... We got a couple's massage this morning. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Game. The, uh, <laughs> the, see, with the, you know what the other person... No, so we can start off easy so that the listeners can get a sense of what we're doing. But uh, right. I'm starting to sweat a little bit. We're going right. to get the easy one wrong. That's really going <laughs> yeah, to well, go down real. Reed, Reed, what is Brogan's favorite color? <laughs> See, I already don't know. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I mean, the easy cop-out answer would be Bulldog Blue. Mm, yeah, it's great. But I, know they, I was going to say, it's probably the it's green. Gone with the we're, getting di- yeah. we're getting a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my honest answer was going to be like a foresty green. That's, that's a, exactly that's right. That's a good color. That's yeah, my, that's that's, I would say my favorite color is orange, but my clothing orange. color is like a, color. a jade green. Really? Like, yeah, I got a green. I wear a lot of green. It's a flattering. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brogan, when is Reed's birthday? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely We really know each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's only been like, you know what, it's, seven years? It's, you it's, a, it's a late, it's a, it's a summer birthday. That's correct. I want to say it's... In May. No. Is it June? You just say it's a summer birthday and then say May. That's early. That's early. Is that summer now? I don't know how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm already wrong, so... Throw it out there, it's just July make it 9th. Oh, sorry. Oh, right, uh, right. July 9th is yeah. the... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know me so well. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Uh, Reed, what is Brogan's favorite kind of workout? I think he's kind of a tempo guy. Yeah, so is Reed. Yeah, Reed's, we're, we're both, both on tempo, tempo guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Big big fan of Tempo by Lizzo yeah. featuring Missy Elliott. It's a great song. <laughs> I saw your post about that. <laughs> Yeah, that was tempo, very stupid. tempo guys. True road men. Yeah. Appreciate a nice yeah. long tempo. Yeah. Okay. Brogan, what, uh, what is Reed's most common nagging injury? Nothing. The man is an iron man. Yeah, yeah but if he, does, if he does have something, it's his, his hammy. His little hammy. Hammy? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd agree. No. Yeah. My right glute's been giving me a little bit glute. of trouble off and on. Since glute like and hammy is connected. It's, yeah, that's it's true. all part and of it. And it's high hamstring right now, so it's kind of migrating. Marcus is just... Massaging it around, holding it slowly, making it better. Yeah, but yeah. What's what's your what's your normal nagging one? Probably glute or calves. I Drake. I would have chronically tough calves. calves. Yeah, yeah cool. But you you mileage. rarely get injured though. No, yeah. I mean, I've taken two weeks off of running in the last ten years, so. That's the man. That's a nice uh, and not like a. I'd say this all the time, but it's not like a consecutive two weeks. It was like. Five days after Stanford invite last year, when my metatarsal got bruised from running a 10K in spikes for the first time in a minute, and then a handful of days here and there for little yeah. things. But yeah, I've never yeah. been like truly The man is blessed. And we can knock on what? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the not. same. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can, that picks it up on the yeah. mic so slow. Burn, burn. Can you hear that? I'm kind of the same way where like I have never had to, like I had mono and I think I took like four days off <laughs> like, man you guys are blessed yeah. yeah too blessed to be stressed alright yeah. without looking down who has bigger feet oh I don't know I think we're right on the same actually yeah. 
I think you might have yeah. like a half size smaller than me. Uh, yeah, I was just to say, I think you're a little bit bigger. Yeah, I'm like a ten and a half or eleven. Um, either ten or ten and a half. Yeah. All right, wow. So we got that one. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> we started on bad. We're we're just getting yeah. warmed up. Yeah. <laughs> the easy ones were our. Well, I guess we have to sit down and ask us. Yeah, we. Very basic I don't questions. think we've had a deep, sentimental conversation. Yeah. About anything ever? Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe. No rough breakups or life evaluations. We just had easy lives. Easy, super easy lives. Pretty much, honestly. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, who takes longer in the shower? Mm. You guess Reed. I I mean, I take long showers. I don't know about you. Can't complain. Whenever. Little little vanity there. Just, Mm -hmm. uh. No, the shower is like Trumpin. Parsons is all about like his mindfulness and meditation. So like <laughs> that's your, your for him. He's stuff. always like, oh, I just like yeah, I carve out twenty minutes every day to just sit with my thoughts. A lot of times I'll do it when I'm driving. Sometimes I do it when I first wake up or before bed. And like they give me flack sometimes for taking long showers in, in their house. And I'm like, well, that's that's my meditation. <laughs> and I'm in there just like enough, yeah. fully flow state with the water running over. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. There's nothing better than a good warm shower. I need to. Yeah. I told Sam I downloaded Headspace on my. That was my New Year's resolution. Yeah. He's like, because he, he yeah. Every time I see him, he's like, dude, it's so easy. You yeah. just gotta do it. Like, <laughs> I'm meditating right now. Yeah, it's like Sam. Like, you're also. You I'm a ball work. of anxiety at yeah. all times. <laughs> like. So, and of course, like I have, I, my New Year's resolution was to start meditating. Mm-hmm. It's now, May, it's now May. Yeah. Um, I downloaded Headspace. Yeah. Every morning I get the notification. Every night I get the notification. It's like you should meditate. <laughs> and it just gives you anxiety. Some headspace. Just gives you anxiety. Lately I've been getting the, um, uh, like the, do you still want to get these notifications? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we just leave you alone at this I'm point? I'm like, yes, I'll eventually do yeah. it. Yeah. Play off me. No, I'm very much the same way. I mean, yeah, Sam especially, but Drew and a lot of the guys on the team have really taken to it. Um, and for me, that's it's good. Like, there's there's a lot of damn good runners. Who yeah, no, out, for so sure. There's clearly and something I think, to it. And my thing is like I I don't think I've ever like sat down and been like, all right, mindfulness, here we go. But I think just in general, I'm a pretty mindful dude, so I don't make like a big conscious effort to like sit down and and yeah you know yeah. do the Headspace app. But like when Sam or you know like Timothy Allen Olson, who's a trail runner sponsored by Adidas Terex in Boulder, who we do a lot of kind of cross promotion and collaboration with with Tin Man um, he's like a very mindfulness centered guy but like whenever they describe it I'm like oh I feel like that's kind of just the way I've tended to live my life in general yeah. so yeah. I don't think I am super intentional about it but I'm like clearly it's working yeah, yeah. exactly um, I, I think it's really important like I think a lot of people don't understand like true mindfulness it's because we're you know the internet and social media and you know, TV and commercials and everything is rewiring our brains to be in you know, like attention deficit or like we have like these short attention spans and we always need to be flipping through our phone or we can't be present and have a conversation and like think, think clearly. And it, you know, it kind of like jumbles or muffles like our current state mm-hmm. and uh, you know, deliberately being present allows you to sort of rewire how you're thinking and your mindset is and uh, so, like, once you do experience that, I think it, like, it gets you, like, really, you can start thinking clearly, and it gets you excited to be, like, I want other people to experience that. So, like, yeah. I feel like Sam has experienced that, and he understands the jumble and the chaos of, like, life that he wants other people to 
like I think that's why he's like so passionate about mm-hmm. it and yeah you know, like I I've you know I've been there before and I'm, I'm out of it right now and so like I understand like why he pushes for it and like I like I'm very foggy right now it's like I can't think clearly because I'm on social media all the time or yeah I've been um, trying to look at my phone I've been relatively successful at looking at my phone less because yeah. I'm definitely the type of person that I could be like always scrolling sure. if I'm not yeah. careful and yeah. like yeah and I think for me it's like the biggest thing is like it just helps like connect with other yeah, people yeah, way more exactly. when you're not. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like you're just having your mind in this crazy fog where everything's yeah. going crazy. Like yeah. obviously, you know, right now there's a microphone and there's some sort of ulterior motive for this conversation, but yeah. at the same time, like it's truly an opportunity to just sit down and like get to know the three of us yeah. better. And that's something. It's that fun that I've bribed you guys to. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Like your appearance fee was exactly. hefty. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. But I, you know, yeah. I did a crowdfunding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, just like taking time to kind of sit down yeah. with, with people that's, I do like that about these is them. like how often do you just like no one looking at their yeah, phone exactly. exactly. all like, never down for an hour and have a conversation right and, and, and that reminds me like the, the guy when I was at the house the guys are like the TV's never on mm-hmm. like they're they're always outside like doing something or sitting around the fire like talking getting to know each other and being present and that's something that I haven't like been around in a long time it's, and it's kind of sad but it's, that's a, uh, it's that's super important that's a huge design pet peeve of mine we actually we got a new couch in my apartment the other yeah, day and I, I had to go on a rant about this I don't like living rooms that are pointed at TVs mm-hmm. like yeah. I like the circular like seating all pointed at each yeah. other yeah. and yeah that's it's one of those things that you, you don't think about until you become aware of it right. and you're yeah, like exactly. this is insane yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, it is. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I, I think we would not be, like, big TV people anyways, but I think, yeah, truly, like, some sort of happy accident, like, the way Drew's house, the, like, living floor is laid out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's you kind of, like, walk through the living room to the kitchen and the dining room, like, without even, like, taking a moment to look and be like, oh, there's a TV there. So, like, nine times out of ten, like we just forget the TV even exists yeah. just because it's not, like, where we tend to, like, spend our social yeah. time. And so then as a byproduct of that, yeah, you start talking and then everyone realizes that having conversations is way more fun than watching whatever's on Netflix or some sports game. Unless mm-hmm. it's Game of Thrones. Then. That's true. We are big Game of Thrones Big Game people. of Thrones family. Yeah, I'm yeah. not... Uh, I'm a big Veep fan, so, like, every time yeah. everyone's, like, Sunday, I'm like... great, yeah. Yeah, it's Veep day, everybody. <laughs> like, Veep day. Veep actually just... Uh, there was an episode where there was like a presidential debate, correct? Yeah. And that's yeah. they filmed it at Drake. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, in cool. Chesswell Auditorium, where mm-hmm. they often host actual presidential and debates. Drake's making it big. Drake's a political hub. <laughs> often overlooked fact. Yeah, well, Iowa caucuses. You yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. so I'd say it's, it's definitely a very like relationship focused team, which is something that I think helps us a lot too. And yeah, we all have that college guy attitude where we're like oh let's just go hang out with each other at the people house. are people are super interesting so yeah you know. they tend to be that's an understatement also if you're gonna spend all your time with someone like you should at least right you might well enjoy <laughs> at least time. know their favorite like color or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah, yeah this know is actually <laughs> um all right well we are uh being gonna go, have to go, go to our technical meeting soon yeah, uh, yeah. We end every episode by uh, asking the same three questions of no, every guest. Uh, not Chavez, it's three questions. We have our yeah. own. Good. Although we did steal this concept from him. So uh, the first one is your Instagram crush. Doesn't have to be like crush, like cutie, but like it can be if you want. Like it could just like 
what are you feeling on the internet these days? Like, what's been, what have you been into lately? Uh, you know, like, there, there's this Instagram account called Nature is Metal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, it's, I hate gory stuff. I can't, I don't do blood. Like, I can't, so I've, like, I, I originally joined the account to, like, sort of, acclimate myself okay. to a little like, exposure therapy. yeah a little exposure yeah. to be like okay this isn't as bad as I thought but there's just some messed up stuff on there and uh, it, it it's just like animals killing animals pretty much or just like animals doing weird stuff that you would never like expect and they sorry Pia yeah, ex- yeah exactly but the, it's a kind of every time I get on there I'm like wow I didn't know that happened or like like a, a goose was drowning another bird like it like it just like it was in kind of its like vicinity <laughs> geese are terrifying they, oh, I, that, I, I knew I knew that I knew they were boars but like this bird like, this goose came and just like grabbed the bird by its neck and just started shoving it underwater <laughs> I'm like what the heck like I hated geese before but now they're just like there's the big boys. Also, barstool sports is like a, a big. It's like whenever I get on there, and I have to like get caught up on barstool sports. So, uh, those two are my. I hate barstool. Really? Sam and Joey always do the pizza reviews, and I think it is just. Oh, the, okay. I think it is the least funny thing about yeah. Sam Parsons and Joey. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said it. I don't, I'm not a big barstool. Guy myself, <laughs> yeah. Um, mine. I'm a big like. I love, like the sneaker side of this sport. It's okay. so like all this stuff around, like the four percent, five percent, etc. Like it just gets me super hyped. So there's an account called Protos of the Gram okay. that I follow, and so I'm, they have like a few, maybe like six to ten thousand followers. So they're not like huge, but a bigish following, and they post like all these different prototypes of like spikes that are coming out, flats that are coming out, like everything. Like yeah, oh, I love it. A true, a, a true, true running shoe head. We yeah, got, uh, we got in trouble one time. Did you? Um, because. You know, Boston is like Boulder. Like, everyone posts everything. Yeah, 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 you know, everyone yeah. has a camera. It runs yeah. and stuff. And we were aware testing some Nike stuff. And it wasn't... We didn't post it. Yep. Lewis posted a photo mm. that you can see, like... and A snippet of it. You can see, like, half of one yeah. shoe. Yeah. And, like, of course, it ended up on one of those yeah. fucking sites. So, of, like, Tyler... prototype Nike. Yeah, so. Tyler Muir was doing some Nike product testing yeah. as well because he's sample size. Um, and this was, like... One of our first posts with the Tin Man Elite Instagram is us running up high at Rollinsville for a long run. And Brad Hudson, like, took a picture of us running. It's like, good to see the Tin Man Elite guys out. And you can see, it's, like, from behind, so you can see this, like, outsole of Tyler's oh, shoe. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> it, was, it was a Peg Turbo prototype. We can unveil that now, I think, <laughs> yeah. now that the Peg Turbo's been released. Um, so I mean, you're not breaking me. his end. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, this is you know, over a year ago now, so obviously they've come and gone with that shoe. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, Hudson immediately had to take it down, but I think it might still be up on our Instagram. I think at that point we only had like 600 followers, so nobody actually noticed <laughs> oh, how far we've oh, gone. <laughs> but yeah, so I like that account like a lot. That. Um, um, it's been fun to see all the, the different shoe companies start to come out with their various versions of the Vaporfly and, and see whose looks good and whose looks not so good or whose is just a unbranded 4% with yeah. a New Balance logo. Um, <laughs> let's let's not talk shit on anybody. <laughs> yeah, of course. Sorry, sorry. Searching for contracts. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Right. New Balance is not an option. So they don't like signing um, American men. So. Yeah, I was, sometimes during this podcast I'll have to be like, let me clarify, this is my opinion. This yeah. is my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I hope that it's going to It's like the Twitter it. bio. He's making us say this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, my tw- Instagram find of the week, which is 
not even really a crush, but just something in my very immature mind found very funny is that there is an Australian, um, I think, pro runner mm. um, named Riley Cox, but it's not spelled C O X. It's really C O C K. C O C K. And so he has their photos of him like racing. And yeah, he's got bit, a bit on. <laughs> <laughs> That's Photoshop. Well, Josh Cox is my agent, but fortunately he spells it with an X. Yeah. Yeah. We can avoid most of that. Endless entertainment. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. The next one is uh, your go-to karaoke song. Someone hands you the mic and you got to belt your little heart out. What are you singing? Man. We're doing Ain't a Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye. Wow. No hesitation. Well, I don't have a beautiful voice like... You don't need a beautiful voice. You just got to... Parsons has been trying to get me up karaoke for months now. Yeah, that's... Uh, you know, I like some Frank Ocean or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, the uh, Just really get, yeah, really get the uh, crowd emotional. <laughs> or like <laughs> chili, just red, hot, red, red Hot Chili Peppers or something like that. Get, <laughs> get, the, get the fans in there. Mm. Yeah, that's, the, that's always a good... If you don't have a good singing yeah. voice... If you can just sing a song that everyone else yeah, is yeah. going to sing along yeah, with. Like, yeah. I feel like everyone's copy, yeah. Or yeah. cop out is uh, Don't Stop Believing or Living on a Prayer. Yeah, yeah people have said Don't Stop Believing. Um, separately without consulting with each other, like I think every single NAZ person who's come on said uh, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is like weird culture shock thing of like, I just don't know country music yeah, at all. Yeah, and yeah. I like had never heard of this song. Mm-hmm. And then like the third time someone like without prompting suggested it, I was like, all right, I'm going to look at this. Right. Right. Out I might switch mine to come on Eileen. Uh, like all right. Yeah. It's a classic. Yep. I was saying the other day that I definitely want to at some right, point do, um, work it, Missy Elliott. Okay. But then also do the, album version speaking interlude at the end <laughs> where she like talks leading into the next song because yeah. it's just a great Missy Elliott <laughs> man um, you've thought about this you, oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're well, I have to, this is fucking yeah, 32 episodes or whatever I have yeah. to come up with a different one every <laughs> yeah. week. it turns into a challenge you yeah. should just say the same one every time yeah. like, I should yeah. forward 15 <laughs> seconds while David talks about the same song yeah. Yeah. yeah or just take myself out of it if I had thought about that 25 episodes ago I would have just stopped <laughs> it's too late now yeah. you're in this yeah. yep you're in last but not least your death row meal you're going to the chair you get one meal anything you want it doesn't mm. have to be tied to reality at all what are you eating He's eating a cheeseburger. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm getting a cheeseburger <laughs> with a fried egg on top. Yolk should be runny, of course. Nice. But not too runny that, like, the second you pick up the burger, it's already popped. You want it, like, kind of a happy medium where you get Same to enjoy thing. the yolk with your burger, not, like, scrape it up off the plate. And then I'll do sweet potato fries on the side. Do I get a drink? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, I'll do a water. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know. Probably, like, a just a nice... Coca-Cola classic. I feel Coca-Cola. like that's what you gotta go with for your last meal. It's true American. Yeah, I uh, I love crab cakes, and when I went to Boulder, <laughs> Sam turned me on to oh, chicken tikka masala. Yeah, chicken tikka masala. Oh so man, it's so good. I just had it for the first time, and I just cannot stop eating it now. Yep. And then uh, cheeseburgers always good, but brownies and ice cream for sure. And maybe maybe a root beer. Warm brownie, so it's like warm brownie. Oh yes, oh yes. I'm. That's like the one thing I'm looking forward to after after this race is just to go to town on some brownies and ice cream. 
Although I, I do that already. I had ice cream last night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I do that already. It's like, <laughs> but I do it already. But I'm gonna do it more, more, and yeah. feel better about it. Really, it. feel like you earned yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, boys, for uh, coming on. This is a great yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for having us. Hopefully, all the other Tin Man won't be too mad about any of the things we said yeah, about them. Or I think it was most. We only said things. nice things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really we did. They'll be mad about that, yeah. Yeah. They'll be pissed so. off we didn't chew them out a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever we didn't say something, like, weirdly flattering about is going to be mm-hmm. mad that we didn't, like, you know, fluff them up a little. Yeah. We'll have an addendum where we just go through and say uh, I did talk smack on the uh, Barstool Pizza Reviews with Joey and Sam, but they are You know what? They can handle this, it. So. Yeah. <laughs> they know it's not funny. It's makes me laugh. It's good to know to Eddie and end on. Well, until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. <laughs> Oh, I swear, baby, at this moment